Hello, everyone. I'm so glad that you can join us today at Empowering Life Ministries podcast. I'm Daryl Barber, and I'm going to be your host today. And I hope you're being excited by the Word of God and the things that you've been hearing. Uh, we're going to begin today in verse 7 of Romans chapter 1. That's where we got down to. And uh, before we go into it, I want to reflect a little bit on something I was thinking about. Uh, just looking back over uh, this teaching that we're doing. Uh, you talk about long-winded preachers, and I, I say that jokingly, Paul. His first six verses is really uh, declaring who he is. He's a servant, and he's called and separated to bring the gospel of God, the gospel of salvation. And he's telling this to the Roman church in this letter. And then he goes on to talk about, beginning in verse 3, about uh, two and three, about how the prophets in the scriptures spoke of Jesus coming and how he came and that he was declared to be the Son of God with power by his resurrection from the dead. And because of that, we all have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith. And then in verse six, he said, among whom you also are the called of Jesus Christ. And you know what? He is speaking in faith when he makes that statement to them because the thing is, everybody, everybody has invitation to become a part of the family of God. So he's setting them up in the very beginning of it, speaking uh, what is true of them, that they're called of God to be saints. And he's going to convince them by the things that he declares to them uh, that's who their true identity is. And, you know, that's the same mission we have today. He's he's walking in the purpose that God gave him, just like you and I will walk in the purpose God's given us. I think what we learn through this is really how how to be a witness, how how we talk to people and present the good news to people, because that is the thing that Paul does here. You know, when you speak to people and, and speak to who they're, true identity is, who they truly are, uh, it gets their ear. And it gets, instead of coming up, I've seen people over the years, and Lord, I've been in ministry almost 40 years now, but uh, I've seen people that want to point out every fault and every sin and everything about them and tell them they're going to go into hell and uh, everything else. And they use that for trying to be a witness to convince them to serve Christ. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is nothing but a turnoff. Uh, most people probably smack you in the mouth. You started saying it to the wrong people. But that is not good news. The good news is, is what Paul set these Romans up with at the very beginning of this, saying, you know what? I'm called to be a servant of God, and my mission is to let you know about God's plan. And he goes into the whole thing about Jesus came, and his death, burial, and resurrection took place, and I'm here today to talk to you because you are the saints of God. And you just don't know it yet, but I'm going to convince you of it. <laughs> so I'm a good, let me get into verse 7. Uh, he says, I'm writing, and again, I'm, from, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. He said, I am writing to all who are beloved of God in Rome, called to be saints, God's people, and set apart for a sanctified life, that is, set apart for God and His purpose, grace to you, and peace inner calm and spiritual well-being from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So one thing I want you to think about is we've spoken about audience relevance. Audience relevance tells us in this that he's talking to the saints in Rome. Notice he didn't call them sinners saved by grace, but he called them saints. And I think it's important we have a good understanding of who we are because what we think of ourselves will determine how we're going to live. If we believe we're saints now, that's how we're going to live now. If we believe we become saints in the afterlife, that will cause us to give way to excuses in the now. I was a sinner, but my sins were forgiven by Jesus Christ. So now I am a saint of God, and I'm part of his family. Listen, I'm a son of God. And, you know, I think that's important we understand that. And, and I'm just I'm giving you my opinion on this. But in the kingdom of God, the kingdom don't have men, members in the kingdom. They have citizens. And because we're sons of God... We're part of the family of God. So when he talks about saints here, saints is the number 40 in the Strong's Concordance, and it's hagios. And this word is translated in Strong's Concordance as holy 161 times, saints 61 times, holy one four times. The definition is an awful thing. <laughs> Webster's Dictionary, all means deeply respectful, uh, respectful or reverential, full of awe. And if you compare it to Strong's number 53 and number 2282, it means sacred, physically pure, morally blameless, or religious, ceremonially consecrated, most holy, one, most holy thing, most holy saint. And you know what? All of that is who you are because of your posture that you have of being in Christ. It's not because of all the things you quit doing in your life or all the things you started doing in your life. You're saints and you're holy because he's holy. I think the Apostle Paul is using this greeting to remind these saints in Rome who they are and they that they are so special to the purpose of God that he sanctified them. He set them apart. He releases grace. And remember, that's the divine influence upon the heart to them, and peace. And he declares that both of that came from God our Father. Now, you know, that's family language. That's really speaking of sonship. Father is Abba. He's Papa. And the Lord Jesus Christ, well, we're joint heirs with Jesus is what it tells us. Now, the word peace here comes from Strong's Concordance number 1515. And it means more than probably what you think. It comes from a primary verb that means to join. And that's what we do when we come in in covenant with Jesus Christ. We join in with Him, and that's where our peace is found. Uh, I remember years ago, we used to sing a song, The only real peace I have, dear Lord, is in you. It means peace literally or figuratively, or by implication, it means prosperity. And a lot of people are afraid of the word prosperity for some reason, and maybe it's the way it's been represented, but prosperity is in every area. It's not just in finances. Prosperity is in joy. I want to be prosperous in joy. I want to be prosperous in love. I want to be prosperous especially in peace, and peace is prosperity. It also means quietness, rest, plus it means to be set at one again. And you know that's what Jesus came and did with every one of us. He set us back at one again in right relationship 
with the Father through his death, burial, and resurrection. And by me coming in covenant relationship with him, I am set at one again with the Father. Nothing is separating me from God because I have made Jesus my Lord and Savior. I appreciate you being with me today. Our next podcast, I'll go into Romans uh, chapter 1 and verse 8. God bless you and have a great day.